Praise the Lord. Let firstly that you will be patient today in this service. We've had quite a bit of things that we have done, celebrations and all of that. So be patient, let's hear the word of God. Please give me such a volume that I don't have to strain my voice. Amen. Um, let me also say that we had a wonderful all-night service, and I wish we were all there. It was such a tremendous one. Um, at the same time as well, we there are quite a lot of testimonies. In fact, today somebody should have said, uh, giving a testimony, a very tremendous testimony, tremendous, but. It looks like the service is so packed. So one of these days, here, how God and this church could take away answer just like that. Hear it. Amen. Um, and so just bear with us, especially as we go to the Word of God. This week was also very good. We talked about the snare of our time. When you have time, please rather go to the podcast. Listen to some of these things. Let's let it build us all up. Amen. Father in heaven, thank you so much for everyone here this morning. We are so grateful to you that we are at a banquet with you. And so we pray that you will give us understanding to your word. Show us the things that are hidden from many others, but you have so graciously revealed them to us. We pray that the effect of the, your, your, the revelation of you gets understanding so that we will walk worthy of you. And so, Lord, I ask for utterance by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus as we hear your word. Thank you for answering my prayer in Jesus' name. And everyone said, all right, this morning I'm going to be touching on something, let me be frank with you, something that the Lord is dealing with me on and teaching me at the same time, dealing and teaching me. And I believe that God has a reason for you also to know so special child of God. You are special as well. Praise the Lord. And so it is for both of us. And so what we are going to be studying is something that if you will grab it today, it will help your future life. Amen. Um, starting Christianity is not a big problem. But finishing Christianity is the big matter. Praise the Lord. I didn't hear you. I said starting Christianity is not a big problem. But finishing is the biggest of problems. And so that's why the Lord has been dealing with me and teaching me this. And so, so the subject matter is, what would you become 
When you have become strong. What a topic. What would you become when you have become strong? What you will observe is that every one of us needs to be aware that time changes. Praise the Lord. Time changes. But the word of the Lord does not change. Therefore, when changes us from the weak state to the strong state, are you listening? Are you listening? When God changes us from the weak state to the strong state, what would you become? And I can tell you that many people in the Bible, many people in our day have not been able to handle changes that God graciously brought them. It requires that as we listen to this, we will become very alert to changes that God will bring our way. Praise the Lord. In Second Chronicles, Mama will read it for us. Second Chronicles chapter 26. It's a long passage, but it's okay. It does no harm to read the scripture. It's the word of God. We'll read from verse 21, verse 1, all the way to 16, and then we will take some portion after which we'll talk. But message, I wish that we were in a conference of three days, so we could have delved with it, but we will trust God to compress it within the short time that we have. Hallelujah. And listen to the scripture, and let your eyes and your heart follow it carefully. What would you become? When you have become strong, whether you like it or not, there may be a president sitting here today. He may be sitting here today. Humbly sitting here today. There may be a chief justice sitting here today. Humbling sitting here today. But when he has become a chief justice, he will turn his back to the, he will turn his back to the Lord. There may be a preacher man full of the Holy Ghost doing miracles when he has been anointed, when he was sitting quietly and has been anointed. He may turn his back today. There may be a lawyer here, a great lawyer. There may be a scientist here when he has finally arrived in the spirit of scientists. He may turn his back. May it be happy for you. Let's listen to the word of God. Go ahead, Mama. So all the way to 16. Second Chronicles chapter 26. Now all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. He built Elath and restored it to Judah after the king rested with his fathers. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king, mm. and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecoliah of Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. 
he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Now he went out and made war against the Philistines, and broke down the wall of Gath, the wall of Jabneh, and the wall of Ashdod. And he built cities around Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabians who lived in Gaul, and against the Munites. Also, the Ammonites brought tribute to Zeah. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, mm. for he became exceedingly strong. Mm. And Uziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, mm. at the valley gate, and at the corner buttress of the wall. Then he fortified them. Also, he built towers in the desert. He dug many wells, for he had much livestock, both in the lowlands and in the plains. He also had farmers and vine dressers in the mountains and in Carmel, for he loved the soil. Moreover, Uziah had an army of fighting men who went out to war by companies, hmm. according to the number on their roll as prepared by Jael the scribe and Marcia the officer, under the hand of Hananiah, one of the king's captains. The total number of chief officers of the mighty men of valor was 2,600. And under their authority was an army of 307,500 that made war with mighty power to help the king against the enemies. Then Uzziah prepared for them, for the entire army, shields, spears, helmets, body armor, bows and slings to cast stones. And he made devices in Jerusalem invented by skillful men to be on the towers of the corners, to shoot arrows and large stones. So his fame spread far and wide, for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. But when he he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Amen. Amen. Shout a big amen. Nobody should sleep today. I don't know this about you. And when God began to teach me, Dennis, I'm going to go very far with you. But I want to tell you this. When you have received strength, may you not forget. In the verse 3, this, is, this, this whole chapter, one week. In the verse 3, the Bible says Uzziah was how many years old? How many years old? A 16 year old made a king. When he knew nothing, God gave him kinship. When he was ignorant, he was given with wisdom. When he was nobody, he was placed there for elders to bow before him. So when 
you know, he had a father, Amaziah. This man feared the Lord. Some of the, when you read about, when you read the book of Kings and Chronicles, it's a very wonderful book in the Bible everybody must read because they are the things, you will find a lot of things that happens to men. So, when you read Bible, love Bible, praise the Lord. This boy was 16 years old when the Lord lifted him and he became a king, a great king after his father. And the Lord helped him. His scripture is in there. The Bible says, and the Lord helped him. Let me tell you something. You are sitting here today. Some people have sat here 10 years ago. 20 years ago, they were young men. They were ordinary men. The Lord helped them. And they have gotten to the point, who is the Lord? My strength has brought me here. May you never do that. Hallelujah. This boy was a boy that the Lord helped. He was one of the greatest people in his time. In fact, he invented a lot of things in his time that it was so fantastic. His army became so strong that he would rather go and help other weaker nations and win battle for them. He, was, he would supply his farms. Everything was growing so fantastically because there was a word that the Bible said, and the Lord helped him. And the Lord helped him. I mean, I'm sitting here in my house and I said to myself, look at Dennis sitting in a big house. Who is Dennis? It is the Lord who has helped me. Hallelujah. Who am I to stand in the presence of these wonderful people? People with more qualifications than I. People with more intelligence in the world than I. But I'm standing here. Who am I that I spoke a word and a cancer disappeared? Who am I that I prayed for somebody and a healing came? Who am I that I pray for? I preach and somebody's heart was broken and he came to Jesus. Who am I? The Lord is doing all of this. But let me tell you something. Every one of us can easily forget himself. And I want to beg you as you listen to this. Please. You are not excused you are not taking out of this kind of temptation. It will happen to every one of us. What would you become in the days when you have been made strong? What kind of manifestation would you demonstrate? Would you become arrogant to people? Would you throw people away? Would you become too strong for people? Would you, would you, would you walk over people? Take people for granted? Would you not cherish them? Would you think that you are special? Would you think that there is nobody intelligent like you? Would you think that the whole heavens are yours? When you are walking on platters, when you are walking on different things, would you think that you are, as for you, you don't go to toilet? May the Lord deliver us from this. 
May I say, excuse me for my expression. Hallelujah. Sometimes I say these things and I'm asked, why did you say that? Praise the Lord. Somebody is 16 years old and his father dies and God selects him through the people. He becomes a great person. You know, you can be a king. Are you listening to me, a child of God? You can be a, are you listening to me? You can be a king and it will just be by name a king. There were many people of Israel, many kings, who were kings only by name that king so so and so. But this one the Lord helped him. Hallelujah. And I see that that is what the Lord would do for every child of God. Your destiny is already organized. But how would you handle it? I am more concerned about the handling of your state at the time you are strong. I'm not concerned about your wake up time when you have been promoted. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. When you start anything, it's not a problem. When you didn't have money in your pocket even to marry a woman, the Lord helped you to marry a woman. And when you marry the woman, you have become a nuisance to the woman. When you were nobody, yet you said that to the woman, I love you. You said, well, I love you too, but you don't have anything. I will accept you. And when you, when you got money, you started looking for other women. May the Lord deliver you. This is the problem of Christianity. When you were weak and somebody helped you to stand. When you stood on your ground, you now turn around and said, look at how tall I am. I told you that this message is me, the Lord. But I know that you are also in it, so it's yours as well. Praise the Lord. The Lord is teaching me. It is best in life to remain us. For whoever will humble himself will be exalted. When you were looking for a job... And someone held your hands because God said, I want to help you, give you a work. And he gave you a job to do. When you started making millions, you don't respect God, you don't respect man. Repent today. When you sat in the classroom, oh, that many years ago, I remember the Lord gave me a sermon, I preached it in the old school there. I, that message was such a blessing to me. I don't know which year, but it's over more than 10, 15 years. I still remember. Because it was a blessing. The title of the message is, The Lord Tempest with the Future of His Saints. The old timers may remember. The Lord Tempest 
Because then I remember in that sermon I said something like this. It's still very fresh in my heart. I said something like this. When you ask every child, what would you become? The child will say, I want to become a doctor. You know, everybody wants to become something big, true or false. But how many people get to become what they say they become? When you go to the classroom and the mass, the number three become four, to you, then you realize that it is not by mouth to say, I want to become a doctor. Hallelujah. And so majority of people who wanted to become something, they end up, in fact, some people who even said they wanted to become a pilot, they ended up driving throttle. So the, the cockpit, the, 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 the front of that throttle became his cockpit. Hallelujah. So you see, the Lord helps a man. And I want to say this this morning. Every one of us who is here today, I want you to know that there is a certain grace that has made you who you are. And don't forget that. However you will be tempted. Praise the Lord. Sixteen-year-old boy has been made a king instead of father because the Lord took him. When the father, t- God took his father and he placed him there, this man has such a favor with God that the Bible says that, and the Lord helped him. The Lord helped him. In the verse number seven, the Lord helped him. Would you like to read a scripture for me, please? One, two. Number eight. Continue. One, two. His fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt. For he became exceedingly what? Exceedingly what? It is strength that brought him. And why? Because the Lord helped him. The Lord helped him. The Lord helped him. And this thing covers everything. Maybe a young lady. You want to be married. You have desire to be married. And somehow God sends somebody your way to bless you, to say, Listen, let's make our lives together. And then, and, and, and let me, and then you are called Mrs. So and so. When you became Mrs. So and so, one year, two years after that, you say, Who do you think you are? Maybe a young man. Your heart is so strong, you want to be, you want to be married, but let me tell you, there's a strong desire in you, you want to marry, but you don't have the substance of marrying. Somehow, the Lord helped you, you got a job, and in no time, the job turned around, and you became a man because they are paying you good salary and you were able to say to the woman I love you we have a wedding you had a wonderful wedding and everything is fine and two three four years now now your wife has become a monster to you may the Lord deliver you let me tell you something this thing 
across everywhere. Your capital on your business has 1,000 cities. Today you may be commanding 10 million. The Lord has helped you. I say the Lord has helped you. Would you forget God? Your weakness has changed to become strength. And in the day of your strength, would you still remember God? Would you still humble yourself? Praise the Lord. This is something we should never forget. None of us should forget this truth. You were looking for a job and an opening came and you had it. As soon as you got in there, you changed. When you were looking for it, you were so desperate. But finally, when you got the job, nothing matters anymore. You know your declaration? Now I am here. Now I am here. No bloody fears. Hey, remember where you came from. Your day of weakness has been turned to become strength from God. May you remember where you came from and give God the glory. So this man was helped very much by the Lord. And then he got to a point what he was not supposed to be doing, he got into doing. Very serious. God knows that those tendencies are there for each one of us. Did you hear that? It is there for Dennis as much as it is there for you. Praise the Lord. These tendencies are us. The Holy Spirit made a tremendous statement as if he put his mouth into my ear and spoke that to me. I wrote it down. I will tell you in the course of this sermon. I want us to know that times may change for you. Say to your neighbor, times will change for you. Talk to your husband and wife. Times will change for you. When you are moved from the weaker point to the strongest point, what would you become? Majority of Christian people who ended up in hell and who are going to end up in hell, it is all due to this sort of mistakes. When they were nobodies and God made them somebodies, they changed. May you say to your friend, don't change. And the word of God will keep you at peace with God. Let's quickly continue from the verse number 12. I'm just jumping things because what I want to preach honestly, I'm scratching only the surface and it is all due to grace. Amen. The total number of chief officers of the mighty men of valor was 2,600, verse 13. And under, the author, and under the authority was an army of 307,500 that made war with mighty power to 
to, to, to help the king against the enemy. You, he was made such that there was no way you could temper with him. His army was so skillful and was so strong that no matter what he, you did, you couldn't bring this Uzziah man down. Hallelujah! And it went on to such an extent that he became so powerful that the whole world talked about him. And then in the talk about him, he realized that what is there now left for me? Praise the Lord. I can do more now. Let me do more because this is too small for me. Then that's verse 16, please. I want everyone to get along with this sermon because you don't need to sleep under this. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Would you like to read it? One, two. This verse, underline it carefully because it's good for you. Praise the Lord. Something made him transgress against the Lord. He became too strong. His strength was such that, you know, anytime he met his army officers, he gave one instructions and they followed and victory came. Are you listening? Anytime he instructed his farmers to do this, they did it and there was a bumper harvest. Anytime he said something, it took place. And by virtue of acknowledging that the Lord has helped me, he now got to the point where he brought the matter now, even to the house of the Lord, when he thought that now that I can say everything, let it come to pass. What I'm now going to do is that I must venture in the house of the Lord by ignoring the priest. Hey! May I tell you something? The Bible says when, when he was strong, his heart lifted up. I want to tell you, whenever your heart is going to be lifted up, you will not have a sign because Satan will come and tell you that I want your heart to be lifted. Your heart can be lifted up in your time of ignorance. May the Lord give you sensitivity. Hallelujah. And also give you people that as soon as your heart is lifted up, they can help you out and say, Brother, I think that we should look at this carefully. Amen and amen. I'm begging God. And you know, you know something? I'm excited about some hard things that the Spirit of God teaches me. Are you listening to me? I'm very excited about those things that God teaches me. The reason is that if I am not those things, I will make the same mistakes like anybody else. And you don't know how it is when God confronts you with His Word and begins to point things out to you. Let me tell you something. Normally, it's not palatable. I don't know any of you have experienced that. You sat in the presence of the Lord and it is wop wop. You don't, you don't hear it by feeling that you have been slapped. But then the word of the Lord jumps up, hits your heart, and it tells you that watch out. Look at what has happened to my dear brother. 
He ruled for 52 years. Are you listening to me? Let me tell you something. When you stand here and preach for 60 years, stand here and preach for 70 years, you stand here and preach for 90 years, you think that you know what to say. When you have done your job and have acquired experience so much, that you are highly respected at the blink of your eye, you can find an answer to a situation. It is very easy to turn around and think that you are the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And I thank God that God confronted me. I'm not ashamed to tell you. I don't know what I did. But I know that He spoke to me. And I heard it. And I'm happy. You can judge me, but it doesn't bother me at all. Because God wants me to go a long haul. Are you listening to me? Please stay awake and listen to this. You will need it for the next five years. You will need it for the next ten years. You will need it for the next twenty years. You will need it for the next seventy years. You will need it for the next... Three years. What would you do when you have become strong? What would you become when you have been made strong? Hallelujah. See, the Bible said, when his time, when your heart is lifted up, you don't see. Did you hear that? Abana, when your heart is lifted up, you don't see. Unless you are a friend to the Spirit of God, and even that, unless your ears are not closed, your heart is sensitive. It is only at that time that you would hear. For I have seen many. When the Lord even cautioned, and they said, it is not of God. What do you mean? I damn what you are saying. May the Lord deliver us. See what he says. When his heart was lifted up. To where? Anytime a man has it lifted, where is he heading towards? Destruction. Anytime a man's heart is lifted, it is only distraction. For Bible says, pride goeth before a fall. So when his heart is lifted, his, the grave has been dug. It's only a matter of falling in. What God said, distraction. And now he transgressed against not the priest. Not the priest, but against the Lord, his God, by entering into the temple to burn incense on the altar. Incense on the altar. Hallelujah. Now listen to the next verse. Mama, are you ready? The next verse. I want to show you a few things. Why God has always been very mindful of this truth. So Azariah the priest went in after him, huh. and with him were eighty priests of the Lord, valiant men. 
And Hold then, it. Come. Stop on. Come. Quickly, all of you. All of you in blue, black, orange, your color is what? You, you look like Uzoya. <laughs> Hallelujah. The priests go. The priests come in and see and try to seize him. With all these mighty priests. He shuts himself off from their hands. Nothing will restrain him. He goes to perform. He did not know that he was dealing with God. He did not. May I tell you a secret? I have found out. You see, I beg you. Listen to me. May you grow to understand how God works. May you grow to understand it. There are children amongst us. Even those children, listen. One of these days, your name will become popular. You are now a son of so-so-and-so, a daughter of so-so-and-so. Very soon, they will call you the daughter or the son of Ghana. It's not your parents or anybody anymore. Because God would have helped you. And you can easily forget. When he was being restrained, he had no chance for restraint. When he was being helped to say, stop it. You are trespassing. You are now getting into the danger zone of God. He will not listen. You know... May I tell you this? Are you a church member? Are you a leader? Whoever you are, may I tell you, may the Lord help you to have good people around you who can always tell you something. And let me tell you, spiritual things and important things are not very easy to accept. Is somebody listening to me? I don't think you heard me. Spiritual things and spiritual directions and spiritual rebukes are not things that you can easily accept. When somebody loves you, even if he doesn't love you and God sends him to bring you a message, let me tell you something. Sometimes you can get hold of the person and slap the person. What do you mean? Because you have become strong, may you be meek that you'll be lifted up. Somebody listening to me. The Lord, the Lord showed me a lot of things and I've become, I don't know, maybe the sermon may be for you, but for me, and I know that it's for you. Whether you had it in your heart or you don't have it in your heart, it's for you. Because the Bible told us already. What I give unto you is not only you, it's also for the church. Because I'm not the only one who is born again. Uncle Joe is born again. His wife is born again. Sister, you are born again. Uh-huh. So we share. Hallelujah. You too, you are born again. 
May your heart not be lifted up. God knew this. Shout, God knew this. No, please, let me hear you. God knew this. Because of this, he told something to the people of Israel when he was taken out. He warned them. I want us to read Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11 to 20. Quickly, you do it for us. God knew it. It's okay. Can you stand or you are tired? Stand. Deuteronomy 8, 11 to 20. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God ah. not keeping His commandments, ah. His judgments, and ah. His statutes, mm. which I command you today. Mm. Lest when you have eaten and are full, ah. you have built beautiful houses and dwell in them. Ah. And when your heads and your flocks multiply, hey. and your silver and your gold are multiplied, ah. and all that you have is multiplied. When your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness, in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirty, thirty land where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and that he might test you to do you good in the end. Then you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, Amen. that he may establish his covenant with which he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Did anybody hear that? I want to beg you. Did you hear that? Yes. This one doesn't go for only Dennis. This one doesn't go for only Emmanuel. This one doesn't go for Joseph. This doesn't go for Emilia, if your name is Emilia, I don't mean you. This one goes for everybody. When the Lord has helped you, and the Lord has made you build houses you live in, whether you like it or not, there is a tendency to get to the point to think that nobody matters anymore. And that can be so dangerous. Are you listening? So please, I beg you in the name of the Lord. Gentlemen, I have a sign I shall release you. Thank you very much. So please, can we be so humble? Can we beg God? I have a lot of questions I ask. There's something I need to read from you if you want. I need to read for you if you want. You know, sometimes we think that it is only when you have the knowledge of not doing 
something. Then you have passed the exams. It is never like that. Listen to this. Your knowledge of a certain truth does not automatically make you an obedient candidate of that truth. Your knowledge of a certain truth does not make you automatically an obedient candidate of that truth. Unless you deliberately decide to obey that truth and pray about that truth. I don't think... You know, I told you that by the grace of God, it was as if the Lord put his mouth in my ear, spiritually speaking, and said, Many children of God are knowledgeable about many things, but few bring themselves under the authority of what they know. And I said, Give me scriptures to prove your word. And God said, there are plenty in the scriptures. The first one, he said, that is what you preach on in the course of the week. You remember the Bible said, explaining the day in which we live. And he warned about the snare of life. And then finally he said, pray. That you will escape. And having done that. To stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And then I said I need another one. He said no problem. Romans chapter 6. From verse 12. You have to not yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness. uh, For unrighteous use. You are the one. And so whether we like it or not. We all play a role. In this matter, praise the Lord. Romans chapter 12, verse 13, verse 12 and 13, it says that, And do not present your members as instruments for unrighteous to sin. Let me tell you something. It is everybody who decides what to do, but God will warn you. So, your knowledge of knowing that this is not. So, when we become too boastful that we have been taught... We know it. It doesn't qualify you until you have gotten to the point where you bring yourself to do what you know is right to do. So, we don't boast anymore. There is no need that you boast that you know scriptures. Knowing scriptures does not pass you until you have obeyed scripture. And you know that obeying scripture is always something else. The Lord dealt with me wild, flushed out everything. And I pray that as I share this with you, so many of us have become very strong in things that are of the flesh. 
it will not help you. Yield to the Spirit. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Let me tell you a story. It has always baffled me. In 1 Kings chapter 11, I don't know what else Solomon could have experienced. And maybe, Mama, you want to do it quickly for us. 1 Kings, would you allow me to preach? Shout a big amen. amen. Oh, God loves us. And allow me to preach and pour. Because this thing cannot be for only today. But it's okay. Let's take as much as we can. You believe it? Say a big amen. amen. First Kings, listen to something. And I want you to take note of something very important. The knowledge of God for this Solomon guy was so tremendous. And yet, it could not sustain him. Read, Mama. But King Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites, from the nations of whom the Lord has said to the children of Israel. Did I hear you something like the Lord has said? So he knew. Continue. You shall not intermarry with them. Nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clung to these in love. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. And his wives turned away his heart. Who turned his heart away? He had the knowledge that God said, people of Israel, don't intermarry with these people. But because he violated that knowledge and did not bring himself to the obedience of that knowledge, immediately, you see, let me tell you something. If you know something right to do and you do not do it, let me tell you something. It would have been better for you not to have known it. Continue. For it was so, when Solomon was old, that his wife turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father David. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not fully follow the Lord, as did his father David. Then Solomon built a high place for Shemosh and the abomination of Moab on the hill that is east of Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives, who burned incense and sacrificed to their God. So the Lord became angry with Solomon, because his heart had turned from the Lord God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. This is where I want you to see. How can a man receive revelation of God and come to still do things that are not correct? I don't understand. Can you explain it to me? How can a man have such an experience of God? Brother, I have come to realize that 
No matter your experience with God, until you come down and count those things as nothing and bring yourself down, you'll be in danger of God. Maybe this sermon is for pastors. Maybe this sermon is for bishops. But how can a man experience God in such a tremendous manner? How can a man do that? How can a man do that? Brother, I want you to know that the Christianity, the way it's being handled, some of us knew God, some of us experienced God some years back. Now we have turned and we don't know Him anymore. Our lives have changed. May I say something to you? I don't mean any harm. Some, the prayer meeting is nothing for you anymore because you are bigger than the prayer meeting. Teaching service doesn't mean anything to you anymore because you know it all. Your pastor is nothing because he doesn't have my qualification. May I say to you, that's not the matter. That's not the matter. There is a heaven we need to pursue. I'm begging you today, may your heart turn back to the Lord. Would you finish it, please? And had commanded him concerning this thing. Did God say it or not? No, no, did God say it or not? Foster, did God say it or not? So he was not ignorant. So what happened? It's a question we need to follow carefully. Praise the Lord. That he should not go after other gods, but he did not keep what the Lord had commanded. Therefore the Lord said to Solomon, Because you have done this and have not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you. And give it to your servant. <coughs> Never. Okay. And the kingdom of twelve was teared, was teared, and one was given to such a wonderful descendant, David, that God put it together and gave it to him. Immediately after David, not long, not long. Not long, he misbehaved and God teared it under his son. I want you to understand something, a child of God. It was, it was broken and only one was given. Another guy too, that was, the eleven was given to. He too was nobody in no time, he too caused trouble. So I see, Papa, that this thing that God has begun with us, we can only pray for something. Give me understanding to your grace. Praise the Lord. Child of God, some of you will not be able to sustain this preaching, so I will bring it to a close. But let me say something I learned from my dear brother, Paul. I was blown by something this man learned. And I said, I will stay here. First Corinthians chapter 12. 
I won't be able to explain because time is not on my side. I, I, please allow me, some of us may not have the grace, so let's bear with the weak ones. If all of us had grace, I could have gone up to four o'clock. But I don't want no palaver. Amen. But listen to the scripture. Continue. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these damp idols, however, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. I know a man who was caught up in the third heavens. If you know it, so you can put it on the board. I want to show you. Help me, I'll take this thing off. Are you looking for it? Paul. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians 12. 12. That's correct. Forgive me. 2 Corinthians 12. Every child of God should listen to this. It is doubtful, not, it is doubtful, not profitable for, sorry, it is doubtless not profitable for me to boast. Huh. I will come to, to visions and revelations of the Lord. Mm. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body I do not know. Can I or, say something quickly? Fourteen years ago, we are coming back to where we are playing. Today, today, fourteen years ago, he's making reference to. There was the beginning to the walk with God. Hallelujah. Watch that. And don't let that slip. Continue, Mama. Whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows. Mm. Such a one was caught up to the third heaven. Mm. And I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body I do not know, Mm. God knows. Mm. How he was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Mm. Of such a one I will boast, yet of myself I will not boast, except in my infirmity. Praise the Lord. Hold it a second and let me quickly check something. Now, this man that he is talking about that I know of a man 14 years ago was no other man than himself. And if a man can receive revelations when he is caught up into heavens and to know what has happened and some of the words that were said were so I mean they are inexpressible they are not a language even for the earth that man is somebody but then something happened he knew that 
with this exposition of the revelation of the word of God. Today when people get a small revelation and a small experience, I have noticed that somebody's eye can be open for two minutes to see something and that he would break off and form a church. Somebody can achieve something in no time and he would think that nobody needs to be under me. Somebody told me in my face, he said that I don't need to be under you. The pastor, I don't need to be under you. I said it's no problem, I am nobody, but I would have preferred that you be under God. But as much as I prefer that you be under God, may I also tell you that whether you like it or not, God also put men over men. Hallelujah. So, the Bible says that he was, continue, continue, continue. Let's, are you patient for next five minutes? Let me hear you, next five minutes? Yes. Alright. For though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will speak the truth. But I refrain, lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be. This is what is happening me. in our time. Are you listening to me? Maybe this is not for you. But you see, if I got a revelation from God, and I have been caught up in heaven, all that must happen is that nobody really must take Dennis for granted. He is the man of God. He is the distant dad. You know something? I, I can boast about many things and many people boast about it. But I say to you, if you want to boast and you want to remain making it to heaven, boast in your infirmities. Mama, go ahead and I will sum it up and we'll come to the table of the Lord. Unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, mm. a son in the flesh was given to me. Mm. A messenger of Satan to buffet me, mm. lest I be exalted above measure. Mm. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times mm. that it might depart from me. Mm. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, mm. for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Mm. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in mm. my infirmities, mm. that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Mm. May I tell you something? Last all night, the Lord was very gracious to us. And we heard, I spoke on suffering. I have come to the conclusion that sometimes it is good to have continuous suffering. From brethren, from everywhere, it will keep you humble. You are not minding me. People will talk about you. It's okay. It will let you go and sit down and say, what did I do wrong? And then the Holy Ghost will say, you didn't do anything wrong, but you are becoming proud. Oh, you didn't mind me. You didn't hear that. Sometimes it's not because God cannot heal. He's giving you enough grace to continue. And the thing will still be in your bones. Whenever you want to say, I'm a man of faith, God said, the thing is still there. Are you listening to me? It's not because, but that thing will not kill you. It is to be there as a reminder to pull you to say, you are going too fast. I have come to see, even after preaching this message, 
I have to learn to bring myself under control. Lest after I have preached to others, I become a castaway. Do you want to make it to heaven? Be very humble. Do you want to make it to heaven? Your strength will not carry you through. Now I give you the license to tell everybody you are nobody. Are you afraid? Tell your neighbor. I have a big one. You are, you are a doctor. You are nobody. You are a rich man. Contractor. You are nobody. You are afraid? Tell him. Tell him. Oh, you are not minding me at all. I said you are not minding me at all. Who do you think you are? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm looking for the big faces to tell them. Who do you think you are? You have a nice shape. You are nobody. Child of God, you rejoice in the Lord that He loves you. Why you cuckoo, 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 Why you cuckoo, 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 cuckoo in your job? You are nobody. You are no who? The grace of God. The grace of God. Towe. Hey, you are nobody. Uh, you have to do it like the way I did it. Otherwise, we are not going to the communion table. <laughs> Tell your neighbor. <laughs> you are my sister Kwabla, so what? You are nobody. <laughs> now, let's remind ourselves. When you were weak, God lifted you. Now you are strong. May you remain as weak that the strength of God be made perfect in you. God bless you.